Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Bonjour, scrambled egg faces, and welcome to another Radio Nonsense podcast, the official comedy club for kids podcast for everyone, absolutely everyone, every single human being, dog, cat, ibex, salamander, robot, zombie, goblin, and talking yoghurt pot, aged between 6 to 99 years old. Yep, I said it again, there it is. No 100-year-olds are allowed. No, not even if you're a tree, and that's basically like being a tree baby when you're a 100 and a tree. I don't care, tree baby. The rules are rules, so go put that nappy on your roots and shut up. Sorry, everyone. Uh, what I meant to say is, welcome back to another of our Stuck at Home series of podcasts, where I get brilliant comedians to answer your questions, whatever they might be about, about anything in the entire universe. And we get them to answer those to keep you entertained while you're off school and have absolutely nothing to do except bother those lumbering, smelly, stretched babies that you live with. You know, the grown-ups. Incidentally, if you need a new way to annoy those grown-ups and you're currently being homeschooled, why not tell them that a home school needs a home parents' night and insist they spend three hours in the evening talking to themselves about how you're doing while sitting on chairs far too small for them and it hurts their bottoms. In the meantime, you can hide somewhere else entirely and play computer. Win! Right, uh, we have had some great questions sent into the show, but we need more. We always need more. So please ask those grown-ups to help you send in anything you want to ask at all, as without questions, we can't do this show. So we need loads and loads and loads. Uh, There'll be details on how to do that at the very end of the episode. But for now... I am joined today uh, by the brilliant Tom Tuck. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Excellent. (laughs) Yes, I'm, I'm very good, thank you. And it's your, it's your birthday today. Very happy birthday. Thank what, you very much. You know, I'm, I'm sure some of the listeners will be having birthdays while stuck at home. Uh, what, what do you do for a birthday if you're, if you're stuck at home? Um, you make a cake out of whatever food you have. So I've currently made a cake <laughs> out of some bread and an avocado. Oh, wow. How does that taste? Like an avocado sandwich. But if, if you call it a cake, it is a cake. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. What were, you, what were your other cake options, can I ask? Or, or is there going to be another cake later on made of other things? Oh, there'll probably be another cake later on with a pizza and some candles. <laughs> that sounds like an amazing cake. I'd, ha- I'd happily eat a pizza cake. Pizza cake. Pizza cake. Oh, I do have pizza some cake. icing I could put on the cake. On the pizza mm. cake or on the avocado and toast cake? Uh, on the pizza cake. I think it'd be ridiculous to yeah. put icing on an avocado toast cake. Are you mad? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I would even suggest something quite so horrific. Uh, that is very awful. Ugh. I'm very sorry. 
Very oh, sorry. Don't, don't make me boke on my birthday. <laughs> so, hey, but birthday boke. Yeah. <laughs> Is, don't you love a big birthday boke? Everyone loves a birthday boke. It's been, it's, it's been a few years since I had a proper birthday boke. Well, if any listeners out there fancy a birthday boke, go for it. It's your birthday. May as well. May as well be sick on... But do open the window. Yeah, I mean, also, like, you're at home and no one's going to see. May as well be sick on what you like. You can be sick on your dog, uh, sick on your mum. Uh, you go, you know, why not? It's your birthday. I'm looking at a fan. <laughs> oh, that would, yeah, that would be... And I think that is the most inadvisable thing to be sick on. That is true. That is true. Yeah, that would be pretty disgusting, especially as you then can't go outdoors and everything that you own would then be covered in sick. Well, you know, in, in a you know, one half of the room, the room facing the fan, the other half of the room. <laughs> what you need to do is, uh, you know, if you're living with other people, I guess what you do is you aim the fan at the bits of the house they have to be in so that your bit is okay. Yes. I'm going to point the fan downstairs and vomit on it. <laughs> Best birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, obviously, I mean, obviously you're doing special birthday stay-at-home cakes today, um, but have you got any tips for being stuck indoors in general? Is there anything you've been doing to keep yourself entertained uh, over the past week? Uh, uh, well, I highly recommend inventing sports. Oh, which ones? So you, well, um, there was one called The Game. Right. Um, which you need two people for, so it, I'm sorry if you've only got one person, you have to use a wall. And you are, it's like tennis, but it could bounce twice, and you have to use only the open palm of your hand. And you use a sponge ball, and you are allowed, uh, not, not allowed to drink anything unless it is coming from melting ice cubes that are in your hand. Whoa. That's, I like this, this, that's quite a lot of rules for a small, and, and I'm guessing is it a sponge ball because if you use a, another ball, you just destroy everything in your home? Oh, yeah, this is indoor, the game. Outdoor, the game, you use a tennis ball. Sure. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, it makes sense. We're stuck indoors, so obviously you have to do the indoor version of the game. Yeah, indoor versions. Um, I, I, I'm very lucky to have uh, about eight sponge balls. Um, so you can do uh, sponge inside foot golf. How do you play foot golf? Um, so you stand somewhere and put, put the sponge ball on the ground and uh, someone chooses something that you can see from where you are. Right. And then you have to hit that with a sponge ball. Right. That sounds good fun. Using only only your toes. How good are you at sponge, uh, at, at, sorry, at foot golf? My short game is, 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 is improving, but my, uh, my driving... And um, and iron game is pretty good. Can you like in real golf where people have different clubs for different uh, scenarios? I'm sure that's not the right word. Can you wear different shoes to sort of give different weights? Oh to no, your... I did not say it's barefoot. Barefoot. Oh, I see. I see. So uh... you can wear socks if you like, but no, definitely no shoes. Right. So if you wear socks, because can it, you wear it's different? About the dexterity of the toes. Right, so if you wear socks, can you wear different sort of thicknesses of socks in order to give your, uh, you know, your putt a, a different strength? I think if, when you're starting out at this game, any sock will do. And um, when you get to the higher levels, and um, the the uh, viscosity, yeah, if that's the word I want, of the sock, um, uh, the slipperiness, let's say, of the sock, and um, can make a difference to the curvature of the trajectory. 
of the Spanish Wall. That is fascinating. That's fascinating. And, and can I ask, is there like a, because obviously talking about different levels, is there like a peak point with, with foot golf? You know, if, if you attain certain levels of their championships, are there, is there somewhere that people can try and, uh, you know, attain to getting to? Well, yeah, once, we, once you get out of quarantine, um, um, there will be a world championship, yes. That sounds amazing. Brilliant. Well, Tom, that is an absolutely fantastic tip. Thank you for that. And I hope everyone listening will be playing foot golf uh, over the next few weeks, months, years. Um, Obviously, this is an audio podcast. uh, And so I am required to ask every guest we have on the show if you have a favourite noise. Do you have one that you would like to tell us? Um, uh, A favourite noise that I can make? Well, I mean, if if you'd like to make it, that would be helpful. But if it's one that you want to tell us about, that's also fine. Um, I I mean, it's it's relatively classic, but... uh... Oh, that was nice. Did you do that with your with your mouth? Yes, yes. Um, uh, there are other options, but not advisable whilst you're on the phone. That's very fair. Good. No, no, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. That was it. Was good. That was a very succinct pop. I thought it, it was very good. Very good indeed. Um, and also, I have to ask you: this podcast is for everyone aged six to ninety nine. There's still no one hundred year olds allowed. I don't care how often you write in on your scriptures or your wax cylinders. Seriously, not for 100-year-olds. Um, but as it's for 6 to 99-year-olds, um, what rude word won't you be saying to make sure this is family-friendly? A slump. Oh, no. Yeah, no, don't say that. That's horrible. Yeah, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry I even considered saying it. Yeah, no, don't, definitely don't say flump on this show uh, if you could refrain from any. Oh, I think you might have just said flump. Oh, no, did I say flump? Oh, no. It's, it's yeah. one of those words that sort of falls out, though, isn't it? Hmm. It lands softly, though. Yes, yes, with a lovely, delicate, which is nice, a lovely flump. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sure. Oh, right. Well, thank you for that, Tom. We definitely won't be saying flump for the rest of the show. Um, and so now we're on to the very thank important goodness. bit. Yeah, the very important moment that everyone has been waiting for is we have a, had a question sent in uh, from um, our, our Comedy Club for Kids Pop Jam account by Smoking BBQ Burger. Um, I don't know if they're an actual burger, Tom. Uh, I can't tell you if this was sent in by a burger. Um. Well, if it's a birthday, they could be a cake. Oh, my goodness. They could be a smoking BBQ burger cake with icing. I think that sounds pretty sensible. Yeah, it sounds very sensible. Excellent. Um, Well, this potential uh, burger slash cake slash child, um, or, you know, I don't know who writes on Pop Jam. It might be a a monkey or a bird or who knows. Um, But they have sent in uh, this important question, which I thought you were the most appropriate person to answer this, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. They want to know, why did Cinderella's shoe not shatter while she was running? I mean, it's glass, so it would have shattered, right? Well, there are very, very distinct theories about this. One is that it was stained glass held together with lead. Oh. And you see lead quite soft as a metal and can uh, almost be used like putty. So it means that as long as she was careful when she was running and ran on her toes, the stained glass wouldn't shatter because, you see, it's all broken up into different coloured pieces anyway, held together by lead. That's one theory. Mm. I don't believe that's true. Right. The second theory is that there weren't glass slippers in the first place. What? <laughs> it I mean, is a, a conspiracy to, to sell glass slippers. What? Yes. The, the, you, the, you, you won't believe this, but you know the glass slipper industry is yeah. a massive, massive fraud. They made up this story. No, no, but they didn't make. They changed the story 
so they could sell glass slippers. But do you know how many people were buying glass slippers before this? No, I don't know. Practically zero. What? Wow. Nobody, nobody bought any glass slippers before this. And what about after this? Pretty crazy. After this, it went through the roof. Which uh, you should never throw a glass slipper no. through a roof. Um, so the, 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 they were selling literally thousands and thousands of glass slippers a day. My goodness. Usually in pairs. You hope so, yes. So the, the original story, do you know what kind of slipper no, it no, was? No, no, I'm intrigued. Please tell me. A green fur slipper. Oh. What? Hang on. What animal does green fur come from? Green bears. Oh, yes. Yes, obviously. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and green fur slippers are pretty cool. Now, remember, it's always a, it's a glass slipper. Why would you have a slipper made out of something hard? A glass high heel, a glass del- um, dancing shoe, maybe. But a glass slipper? No. Slippers are for... Yeah, relaxing or slipping, yeah. Plotting around your house, plotting around your house. So, obviously, green fur, perfect perfect for that. I mean, that makes so much more sense. I, I mean, I'd never even thought about the idea of trying to relax at home with, like, massive glass slippers on would be so uncomfortable Mm-hmm. Um, and very noisy, I'd have thought yep. as well. You know, because either they're breaking or they're stomping, and neither of that is very relaxing. And do you know the twist in the tale? No, I don't. But please, please tell us. Please tell us. The owner of the biggest glass slipper company in the world is the brother of the biggest green fur company owner. <sighs> what? And they had a fight, and they fell out, and Glass Slipper Brothers won. Oh my goodness! So this is a this is a sibling rivalry issue that has sibling rivalry down through fairy tales through the ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm quite shocked. I, I have to say, I didn't expect there to be quite such a big revelation on on the podcast today. But that is really amazing. Well, I, it's a story that's been waiting to be told. Yes, absolutely. And and I mean, you know, does does the original story change? Because if Cinderella's running away in, in some rather comfy slippers, um, does that mm-hmm. is is that nicer she, for her? Well, it... She runs to the carriage, doesn't she? She makes it. She makes it to the carriage easily in her first slippers. Oh, so then the prince doesn't bother looking for her. Well, he doesn't have a shoe to go try and find her with. All he has is a memory. And then he stares out a window for the rest of his life. <laughs> hey, well, that's that's an amazing uh that's an amazing version of the story. And what happens to Cinderella? Um she meets a man called Gary. Nice. Nice. What does Gary do? Uh Gary works for a bank. Oh. Uh, oh. Well, I mean he's, he's a nice guy. He doesn't he doesn't love his job. Sure. Sure. But he loves her. Well, that's impo- that's what's most important, isn't it? I mean, now that you've given me that version of the story, I, I have to say it's very hard to know which version I like most. And I mean, at least mm-hmm. with all the glass sipper, you know, while it's awful for them to do such a thing just for the sake of making people buy glass slippers, it is, it's an interesting twist on the tale that they brought in. Yes, yes, I and mean, the whole you know marrying the prince stuff. Uh, it does, it does make a good story, but it's not the, the original one. No, no, 
Yeah, that's, it's the one that everyone knows, which is, is a real shame. It's like a sort of cover version of a song that isn't as good, but gets more popular. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like um, the Guns N' Roses version of Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yes, that is that is exactly what this is like. The song that all the kids uh, out there will know, obviously. Um, but that is exactly yeah. what this is like. <laughs> wow. Well, well, thank you, Tom. And 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 um, you know, is are there any sort of campaigns to kind of bring back green first? Slip. I mean, I know we, we don't really see green bears anymore, which is quite sad. But I, you know, I feel that there must be some sort of. Well, they were they were hunted to extinction in in, in a de- desperate attempt to prop up the industry. Right. Because of the glass slipper. In many ways, that's from the glass slipper brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very, I mean, really. Marco, his name is. Sorry, Arco. Marco. Oh, Marco. 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 <laughs> right. And, and he, I mean, he's responsible for a lot of awful things. Uh, he is. He is. And what, what of the glass man. slipper industry now? Is it still, uh, are people still buying them? Yes. And they went to miniatures. So you buy miniature glass slippers. And to put on dolls or just have in a cupboard. Um, and that seems to be very popular with old people. How fascinating. That is very weird. Well, I mean, I, I feel we've learned an awful lot today. Thank you, Tom. I knew you were the right person to ask about this. Uh, I knew that you would have that. Thank answer. you for giving me the chance to, to share the story. It's important. And I feel that hopefully now everyone will know to, well, just never support the glass slipper industry, maybe try and campaign to bring back green bears in a sort of safe environment i don't know uh yes and uh, uh there's a faux green fur now right and if you wear that um it's it's just you know a, a big a big thumbs up to, um, to the truth that's beautiful that's beautiful everyone out there please get your faux green slippers uh and support support truth and support uh the bears i think yeah yeah Cool. Well, thank you, Tom, and 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 thanks for that. And, and I hope you have a, a wonderful rest of your birthday eating your various. Uh, oh, locked, locked you've just things. reminded me it's my birthday. Here's your birthday. Happy birthday again. I'll say it again. Yeah. yeah. I'll enjoy your 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 um birthday pizza cake. Thank you. And and have a lovely uh, a lovely birthday day. And uh, if there are any more important Disney questions, we'll we'll speak to you very soon. Excellent. A happy non-birthday to you. Oh, oh, thank you. It's my non-birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'd forgotten about that. I'm going to go have a pizza cake. <laughs> well, wasn't that fascinating? Did you know the true origins of Cinderella and all that stuff about the green fuzz slippers? No, of course not. Absolutely no one did, except the brilliant Tom Tuck, who I hope really enjoyed his birthday pizza cake. It's that sort of expertise I want to bring to you on every single one of these shows, so please do ask those lumbering, smelly, stretched baby things to help you email your questions about absolutely everything or anything to podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk or tweet us, Facebook or Popjammers. And if they could also help you to review and subscribe to the show, then that would be really dandy too. Be all in your ears again soon for more comedy wisdom, and don't forget to cough into your elbows and be birthday sick into a fan. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. It's the end.